0: I'm Elle.
1: And I'm Steph.
0: And this week's movie is Another Wolf Cop. So Another Wolf Cop is a sequel to the goofy, very Canadian tale of lycanthropy that we watched during our 31 Days of Horror Challenge. This movie lets you know where it's going right off the bat with the trifecta of Christmas, Kevin Smith, and Hanging Dong. And you know it's Lou Guru who's not feeling wearing pants. The liquor and liquor donuts-fueled antihero is now living in an abandoned animal shelter trying to lay low. Well, his existence is treated as kind of a myth in the community. And Tina, the only functioning adult on the police force, is now the chief.
1: She's kind of the only functioning adult in the entire movie, if I'm True. being
0: honest. True. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only functioning adult that these writers can write. Like, period. And yep. it was probably based off of one of their wives. So, while we saw the demise of the initial group of shifters in the first movie... A new threat has emerged here in Woodhaven and it's in the form of a brewery company called Black Star selling something called chicken milk beer. So that sounds stout. (laughs) That just sounds so fucking appetizing, let me tell you. (laughs) This group of shifters is headed by a guy named Sidney Swallows, who is like the worst kind of rich douche self-help type asshole. Yes. He's an entrepreneur. (laughs) He's a douche. The aim of the beer company is with this delicious chicken milk beer that, you know, you cannot help but like want to guzzle the shit out of that is to impregnate humans with more shifters because they cannot reproduce themselves due to some kind of issue with the Earth's atmosphere. Because we're not just dealing with werewolves here. There's extraterrestrials as well. That's how this movie rolls. We have to have more than one supernatural mechanism here. So it only makes sense. You know, almost immediately, we have the return of Lou's original sidekick, the paranoid gun shop owner, Willie Higgins, who isn't actually a shifter, but had his shape stolen by the creatures when he was being uh, violated in all sorts of inappropriate ways. Yes, ma'am. I was very
1: relieved to know that Willie wasn't a bad guy um, because he was my favorite. He (laughs) was my favorite character, and I was really bummed in the last movie. I was
0: like, "Mm." really, he had to be the bad guy but yeah. it was just a shifter. It's fine. They lean so hard into the jokes. And this <laughs> felt like last time they would kind of like flirt with something and move on. But in this mm-hmm. one, it's like they doubled down on everything. That's
1: probably because reception for Wolf Cop was really good. I've heard a lot of good things about Wolf Cop. And I'm glad we put this one on the list because... Anybody during the challenge who would like interact with our wolf cop stuff said make sure that you watch the sequel. So I think they felt like they had to go hard in the humor department, which was great. I just don't understand what their uh, fascination with wolf dicks are. I mean, that was like the way that the movie opened up. I guess I should have been ready for anything
0: after, um, you know, the (laughs) transformation scene from the first movie, which Um is
1: imprinted in my mind forever.
0: Now, this one, the only transformation scene that we really get is, uh, so I have to jump ahead a little bit, but, you know, Lou gets shredded up by this bubbles-ass looking robot that almost kills him. And then Willie takes him to his sister, whose name is Cat, appears to be some kind of cat. Again, leaning hard into the jokes, we have this mechanism of fixing Lou and transforming when it's not a full moon by snorting up ground moon rock. Yes. Yeah. As Willie says, you're on some high-octane lunar fucking cocaine, man. Basically. I love how in the first
1: movie it was booze that fueled him, and in this one it is moon dust.
0: Always upping the ante. And they up the ante with that scene with Cat too. Because (laughs) they bang- and it's like that fucked up long 80s montage version of banging that we saw in the first movie. But yes. This time, it's Cat taking the lead. You know, it's good that the lady took the lead here. That's cool. Um, but yes.
1: <laughs> she had these like weird cat titties. Yeah. <laughs> True. But I, that's like all I could see, really, <laughs> during this whole scene. There's, like, no other way to describe that. And she was the only one who was transformed. So he was in his, like, human form, and that was wild. I feel like I would have liked it better if they were both in, like, animal form.
0: But, I mean, they had to throw back to that other sex scene that was yeah. him as a wolf and the shifter as a person. The shifter lady. Yeah, yes. And it was the same vibe. It's, like, that lengthy 80s. Ugh.
1: It was very long. <laughs>
0: like Yes, it was. It was so long. And poor
1: Willie was in the other room. With his, his little, what did he call it, Bad Willie? Bad Willie, <laughs> yes. I made sure to write that down. thought that was so funny. They were like, who are you talking about? Bad Willie.
0: His misadventures with the aliens got him, you know, I guess impregnated. Yeah, he was pregnant.
1: He said he might be my son. I wasn't sure about that whole thing because when he first popped out, he wasn't a shifter yet. Like, right, he, yeah. He looked like... Little Willie, which was freaking gross. Like when he- It
0: was fucked looking.
1: (laughs) When he passed him the joint, disturbance.
0: (laughs) And then he was watching TV while they were banging, like trying to turn the TV up. So he didn't have to hear it. There was something played during the commercial that caused Bad Willie to go back into his tummy and change up a little bit and then jump all the way out and then be a shifter.
1: Yeah, it was like, um, do you watch South Park? In a long time, I used to. Well, there was this episode with the brown noise, and, um, Oh, yeah, that's an older yeah. one, yeah. <laughs> if you hear the brown noise, you shit yourself, and that's basically mm-hmm. what this was. If you hear that high-pitched noise, then you're about to give birth to a shifter.
0: So, the movie comes to its peak when the brewery company decides that they need to push this ahead, and they host a hockey game. This is like so Canadian.
1: I was going to say, what is more Canadian than Kevin Smith
0: and hockey? Like you there's really something in your face. It's like Kevin Smith is actually from New Jersey, but he's just like an honorary <laughs> Canadian because of his movies. <laughs> <This> <laughs> so, he
1: really is. He's like, there's nothing I love more than hockey.
0: So they have this big hockey game and they're selling this chicken milk just like crazy. So everyone in the stands is drinking. Then they play the national anthem, which what the fuck? Oh, that, <laughs> that caught me off guard. <laughs> it was just 80s vibes all the way through this. and um, Yeah, I think he had eyeliner on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his
1: name was Organo
0: he like the Oregon. Yep. What a cool guy. They play that noise during this like hideous national anthem song <laughs> that this guy's singing. <laughs> Which you know, I live in the Pacific Northwest, and I've been to hockey games with local teams that play Canadian teams, and so I'm used to the Canadian national anthem. It's nice, and usually you get the French version too. It was the over-the-top cheesy '80s way <laughs> that this was done. It was just <laughs> gag-worthy. It was bad.
1: It was good. I liked it. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> I would bump that through the neighborhood. <laughs>
0: I guess instead of chest poppers, they were popping out of guts. So they were gut poppers. <laughs> oh my gosh. Disgusting. <laughs> they were all coming <laughs> out and like trying to shred up their mommies and daddies. Yeah, um, like literally
1: popping out of their stomachs, turning around and trying to eat them. That's yep.
0: crazy. I don't know if I missed it, but I don't know what the fuck happened to all of those shifters. They might have gotten most um, of them. I, I saw them decimate the hockey team, but...
1: I'm not 100% sure because... I just know that he smashed the thing so it stopped making the noise. And then I don't know what happened from there. I thought maybe yeah. they died.
0: Yeah, maybe they needed the noise for longer or something. I saw the bloodbath on the rink, but that was them killing that hockey team. Yeah, that was Wolfcott. Yeah. Doing his thing after
1: he literally snorted the largest line of moon dust off of a scythe blade because you know? that's how metal he is.
0: That's one of my favorite lines from Kevin Smith. Yes, me talk, too. God damn it, that sounds metal. <laughs> Mine
1: too. He was so perfect, and he was such a like laid back mayor. His name was Bubba, right? <laughs> He's
0: <was> like, oh, <laughs>
1: you don't get to call me
0: Bubba. I didn't understand. Sydney is swallows. They were chasing him through the brewery. The lady cops. Yes. The chief and then Daisy, the deputy. They were chasing him through the brewery and they caught him. And he had this thing to blow everything up. And he's like, if you shoot me, I blow us all up. But they let him go. What's stopping him from pushing that button right when he gets outside the door?
1: I thought that they were crazy for yeah. letting him go. But I guess he's a man of his word, which you shouldn't ever trust bad guys that they're going to do what they say they're going to do. And like every other movie, they're just going to do what they want anyway. I don't know what happened. It blew up in the end. Because it was on a timer already, it was going right. to blow
0: up at the end of the event. But maybe
1: um, he was bluffing, and that thing didn't have any batteries in it, and maybe. he was just trying to save himself.
0: Obviously, we're gonna see him in the next WolfCop movie. True, but where is he getting
1: all of these like freaking shifter eggs? Where is he getting them from?
0: Maybe he's laying them. <laughs> oh God, that is a horrifying thought. Maybe he just goes and, like, sits over a vat in the brewery. Like, he he squats over it? Oh, my God! (laughs) He's just squatting there, shitting out, like, hundreds of eggs (laughs) to put into the beer. My stomach hurt.
1: I feel like there's always at least one visual in one of these episodes. That just hurts me. (laughs) Well, I'm glad they didn't get rid of liquor donuts because I think that's phenomenal. And I wish somebody would make liquor donuts so that I can eat them. They also didn't get rid of Boober. Oh my
0: gosh. I didn't even see Boober reading boober back in his animal shelter like he was just hanging out oh my
1: gosh that must be like the best booby mag out there it's called boobers that's amazing i was also really happy that tina got promoted to chief because who else would do that everyone else is still incompetent and still is like intent on contaminating crime scenes. so she has a lot of work
0: I did appreciate the awesome Wolf Cop song.
1: Yes, I do like that song a lot. I would probably bump that right after the Canadian National Anthem.
0: And then that Strange Animal song that they played. Oh my gosh, I did actually
1: like that. I was like, this this movie has a good song. It's a
0: 1985 Canadian pop song by an artist called Gowan, because I looked it up. This movie, I just love it. It's like a horror version of Strange Brew, the Rick Moranis movie.
1: (laughs) Heck yeah! That's so funny. They have to have a third movie, though, because um, we need for Willie and Tina to get together officially. He loves her so much. Like, she was saying something to Lou, and Willie goes, You're so fucking cute, and the woman of my fucking dreams.
0: <laughs> he's so sweet. Weird as hell, though.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. he's. Uh, but I mean... You have to take into consideration where they are, okay? It's True. probably real slim Pickens, and he <laughs> did come to like her aid, okay? Yeah. because that bad lady was kicking her at. I mean, she could do worse than Willie. Hell, Lou. Yes, I was gonna say Sydney swallows, but true, Lou. Plus, Lou's you know, gross. he's got cat. He really needs yep. someone who um, can transform with him and do weird things together. Oh, and the Wolfmobile, because I was really happy to see the Wolfmobile was still a thing in the beginning. But that scene where he's chasing the Santa Claus robbers and they're literally screaming like children
0: and shooting behind them was amazing. How did they tie back in? Because he said these are shifters. I didn't see how it tied back into the rest of the movie.
1: Oh, no. That is a good question. So what we're going to do after this episode is we're going to um, look up the information for the people who made this movie. And we're going to write them a strongly worded email.
0: I probably need to watch the movie again because I was very tired, but... I bought it, so I will watch it again. I figured- Oh, you bought it? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I figured I was going to watch it again anyway, so. I would definitely watch it again.
1: I want to watch them both back to back.
0: Also, this is kind of a Christmas movie, so. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that.
1: Well, Christmas is coming, so one excuse to watch it again. I can like say it, I feel like this movie wasn't as gruesome as the first one, because that one literally had him, like, explode out of his skin in a bathroom- a bar bathroom so i feel like they maybe tried to make up for that in the scene on the hockey rink because he literally ripped the skin off of a dude's back
0: quite a trip that movie was a trip i think that i would maybe watch this stoned at some point that might be fun (laughs) oh i'm doing that for certain
1: i feel like there are just some aspects of movies you can't appreciate if you're sober and that's okay it's like having an a and b side of a movie I just was wondering immediately why he would touch that mysterious green goop with his bare hands. Like the goop that uh, Willie came out of. Yeah. Well, if I saw a big vat of like green liquid, I would assume that Joker was coming out of it.
0: Too many things can happen, you know?
1: Um, a hundred percent.
0: I just think of people who touch things that were radioactive that they didn't know. You know, it's like, oh, this thing is glowing. It's pretty. And then they touch it. No. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You know that there are like pretty flowers that are poisonous. There are pretty insects that if you touch it, it'll burn your skin off.
0: Yep. There's also like some kind of a tree that if you get under it and you get the sap on you, it'll burn your skin and poison you. I'm never
1: going outside again.
0: (laughs) If I don't know what it is, I don't touch it. That's just like general rule.
1: Yeah, but we both know
0: Lugaru doesn't play by the rule. He does not. He (laughs) likes to hang dong.
1: Oh my god. (laughs) I'm just going to pretend like it's because there's no pants that will fit him in his wolf form.
0: And we'll just leave it at that so uh, what do we have on the docket for next week
1: oh next week is a very interesting movie that i have not seen yet but i keep seeing i keep watching the trailer for called bad hair if you're not a person of color then you may not know about like the long history there is about black women and their hair but i feel like this movie is an interesting way to tackle it and i'm really excited for it i'm also really nervous it looks scary our Halloween issue of Sage Cigarettes magazine is still out. I know it's technically not spooky season, but, you know, we're still doing this podcast because spooky season technically doesn't really end. So that issue is up. You can find it at www.sagecigarettes.com issues. You can follow this podcast at G-I-T-M podcast on Twitter. You could
0: follow me on Twitter if you feel like it, at WitchXPudding. And you can follow me at Nocturnical, N-O-C-T-U-R-N-I-C-A-L. Okay, bye!